welcome to the Built Different Podcast. Let's get it. Welcome everybody to the Built Different Podcast and I am hyped. This is nuts. This is gonna be the first episode of Off the Backboard where I, along with two others, are just gonna cover basketball. We're gonna give you everything from, you know, Kevin Durant all the way down to Robert Sacre, and you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna have to, we're gonna give it to you all. And I'll, honestly, just I'm, I'm pumped. Um, I'm gonna be doing this with two of my you know my brothers, best friends in the whole wide world, Psychna. But uh, <laughs> so you know, to introduce you to me, obviously I'm Thomas Axby. You guys, you guys seen me already. Um, I'm a Knicks fan. You know, it's hard to tell because I got that that Warriors KD jersey on. You know, I gotta I gotta play the part. Gotta play the part. It's rough. My favorite basketball moment is Kobe. Uh, Kobe's final game, man. There's no more beautiful ending than that. I think. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't a huge Kobe fan while he was playing. But that moment right there was just as storybook as it comes, and you guys know me. I love my storybook endings. That's magical. Um, like I said, I'm a Knicks fan, so I'm used to suffering, so none of my favorite moments are going to come from, you know, being a Knicks fan. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite player then, Will Chamberlain, man. When, when you can sit here and say you had sex with five in a day. I knew it was going to go. And just go show up and drop 100 Living points legend. and 50 rebounds whenever you want. That's crazy. And then obviously my favorite player now, Kevin Durant. So, Matt, tell us about yourself, man. Yo, Matt, slap, whatever you want to call me. I, obviously, clearly, I'm a Laker fan. Always been a Laker fan. Always going to be a Laker fan. Favorite moment? To me, it was Game 7. Lakers-Celtics 2010 Finals. Kobe gets a little contest, dishes it out, met a real piece, hits the shot. Everybody always was saying Kobe a ball hog. Kobe was never passing the ball. He knew what he had to do in that moment. Did what he needed to do to finally beat the Celtics. My favorite I moment. Remember that. Favorite moment of all time. I remember that. Um, favorite player then, clearly. He passed Kobe. Son <laughs> <laughs> was shaking. Kobe, clearly my favorite player of all time. Favorite player now? I got a couple. I'll probably say Luca, but like I could go Ja, Luca, any of the young guys, low key, because they're all they're all pretty gas, they're all fired. So you know. What's up, V Man? Tell us about what yourself. Up? What's up, man? You know, name is Vashon V Man, Ricky Ten, whatever you want to call me. Feel me? Um, my favorite team. I am. You can tell he be in the booth. <laughs> in there. I am. <laughs> I am a Lakers fan. Love the Lakers. Born and raised, die hard. Always been a Lakers fan my entire life. I literally had no other choice. <laughs> um, my favorite player, Kobe. Definitely 100%. I forgot my favorite moment. My favorite moment was definitely us beating the Celtics in 2010. Because that was like, that was the first Kobe championship that I could really appreciate, if that makes sense. Like, I was old enough yeah. to understand the real magnitude of that championship, and you feel me? That was, like, that was it. It's a fact. Um, yeah, and um, my favorite player now, Steph Curry. He's too good. Too good. Way too good. Way too good. Steph Curry is my guy. Love that guy. Okay. Um, okay. Definitely respectable. 
But yeah, so now I have a question for y'all. All right. Hottest take right now, go. Ooh, all right. Let you leave um, that one off, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> he's starting already. Sounds right. evil so, over here. My hottest take that I can personally think of is that Larry Bird's game would not translate in today's Whoa. NBA. Wow. Now, the reason why I say that is because oh. you go back on YouTube, you watch his highlights, you watch his games. This guy is one of the slowest, slowest athletes I've ever seen. He was, he was nasty. I love Larry Legend. Wow. You know, not trying to disrespect. I just think in today's game, it, it would be so. way more easy to catch up to his moves now. Not at all. From then. Hey, hot. you wanted a hot That's take, a hot I gave it. My question, though, my take. question to that being, have, have you not seen Luka Doncic play basketball? That's what I was going to bring up. Except Luka, Luka passes more. Way more. He's the, he's the whole You're player. right, but Larry was a great passer. Larry Bird was a phenomenal passer. No, he phenomenal passer, but, like, it was kind of like. He had the like, stat lines. You didn't, you didn't have to worry about him dishing out to a teammate as much as you do Luka. I'm, yeah, yeah, but I feel like in today's game he would but I'm play saying like Luca. I feel like exactly like Luca. If and it, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for copyright, if it wasn't for copyright, I'd pull up one of those videos where like, you know, <laughs> just, like just like shooting from wild ass spots, just mad Making slow. Fucking I'm just saying it's, it's a hot take. Hot take. So Matt, what's your what's your hot take? What's your so hot I had take? Michael Jordan in today's game. Everybody say he's gonna put up fifty. That man is just a souped-up DeMar DeRozan in today's game. Wow. I mean, damn, DeMar DeRozan averaged like 27. <laughs> yeah, but the last four years, DeMar DeRozan averaged 20. But, but I think he, I, I don't think he put up 50 in any in any era except for like the 60s. He's a souped-up DeMar DeRozan. He would average 35 probably, wouldn't shoot a three. Nah, cause <laughs> great, great defensive player. He'd be like a Kawhi on, on defense, but nah, cause when you when you brought up when you brought up this man Michael Jordan, I did not expect the next name out your mouth to be Demarcus. <laughs> he would still it's throw me through a loop. He right would now. be a top three <laughs> player in the league, top two player in the league right now, hundred percent. But he would just be Demar Derozan's. That's game. a good one. He'd be Demar Derozan's. I don't know. I mean, like for me, I don't. I, I only think Michael Jordan would be better because, you know, the refs favored him then. They'll favor him way more now. Oh, yes. oh 100%. He would get the LeBron calls left and right. Call yeah, he'd book. get all the, all the LeBron calls. Every yeah. call in yeah. the book. But, I mean, like, game style doesn't shoot threes. The only year he shot really well from three was when they moved it up. The two years they moved it up, <laughs> so it was literally in his range. Like, come on, but yeah, bro. Also, think about oh, think about the best guard defenders in the league right now. And Matt, you just pissed off a lot. I pissed off man. everybody, bro. You pissed off, yeah. That's why I wanted to go with that one. That's why I wanted to go with that one. Yeah, I, I can already see other... the spam in the comments. Bro. We don't know what he's talking nah, about. He's is, done. Nah, nah, that's, a, that's a slobber. Now. We just, Matt, we snapped. Yeah, we just, we just disrespected legends, bro. Right, like I said, Tom, I've I've told you how I felt on this situation before, and when I say it, you're gonna laugh. I know you are, cause I know you're not gonna think that I was that I would take this this far. But I'm taking this this far. <laughs> Tim Duncan is the most overrated player I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> 
Bro, I just can't fake it with that That's guy, bro. I can't fake it with that guy. Fuck. The only, the, bro, he's the only superstar ever, bro, that has ever gotten clout off of beating the New York Knicks. His first championship was against the New York Knicks, the eighth-seeded New York Knicks, without Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing got hurt, yep. so they didn't even have the My best boy player. John Starks was trying his hardest. Like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. I can't. I can't. And then... I mean, I, I agree for, for the as most As far part. as what? And then I just... I look... That he's the most overrated? Like he's, he's, in my opinion, in my opinion, yeah, I think Tim Duncan's overrated. I'm pretty sure we're going to have this conversation... 100%, 100 He's still but a great player, but he's phenomenal. definitely not top. But that not system, that system feeded him, like, that system treated him well, 100%. Fed, fed, fed him. Like. Fed him. <laughs> but that system was easily built around him, like a LeBron system or anything, but that it catered to him very well. He was a demon. Oh, so and, mean, and yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah, for sure, and for sure, for sure. Defensively, defensively, yeah. he was a dog. But... You're the only you know, power exactly forward in the league. That. There's nobody that can contest you. Yeah, it was like, what, Cam? <laughs> you're the only power forward I mean, in the league. I don't even remember. KG flopped from like, center to power forward for half his career. And then Dirk, but... You got, K, you got KG and Dirk. KG and Dirk. How many times a year do you play them guys? Stoudemire a little bit later on, but... Because KG doesn't make, make the damn playoffs. That's a fact. The Timberwolves Yo, wasn't making the playoffs. That's a fact. So you don't see KG in the playoffs, so you got to worry about Dirk. Dirk. That's, that's your matchup of the that's year it. is Dirk. That's and it. Dirk, he'll be a tough guard, but he got no defense on the other end, so you can just do whatever your you want. Your next best matchup comes from Pau Gasol when you play the Lakers. Pau Gasol, dog, most underrated player. I mean, for me, it was like, I don't, I still don't appreciate Spurs basketball because of how boring it is, and I understand, like, basketball, uh, basketball. I don't know. I loved but, watching Spurs, but the ball movement was phenomenal, bro. I loved watching Spurs. Me, oh, yeah, like, sure. I loved the Spurs towards the end when they beat LeBron. Like, I think that was their last championship they won. I, it was hilarious watching a bunch of old guys. <laughs> Just go off. Yeah, yeah a bunch bro. of old dudes. It was bugging. Just a bunch old of old guys, guys and Kawhi Leonard, dude. Like, uh, yeah. That was, that Damn, that's game tough because everyone's – there's a lot of people talking about who, when they moved Curry into their top ten, who were they kicking out? And everyone was like, oh, it could be Shaq or Bird or – and everyone was like, ah, I kicked out Tim Duncan <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Everybody kicked sure, out Tim Duncan. <laughs> he, no, kept, yeah. he wasn't even in yours, right? right? I, I kicked bro, out Monte Ellis. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <It's cool. laughs> Nah, it's like, cause there's some people that's really out there kicking out Wilt, crazy, and crazy, and Bill Russell. And I'm I just can. like, bro, how? They, they defined the game. I can't. I I personally cannot look at Wilt Chamberlain's numbers and disqualify him. Bro, that, that guy was a statistical de- demon. He, he like, would work in any era. Wilt, he would work in any era. Yeah, because if you there there was a good book that I read about Wilt Chamberlain and a couple of good interviews that like the way that they described him. Like he was just this physical specimen yeah, that was just tall, overly like overly. He did a fifty-yard dash, and, <laughs> and honestly, they said that he could shoot, but like there was no reason back then. There wasn't a three-point line. Yeah, exactly. But, um, he was so he was, was at a party with a bunch of celebrities, and there I don't remember. It was way back in the fucking '60s, so I don't know who the fucking best. Uh, running back in the league was for the NFL, but they're at a party. Hulk Hogan. Um, and they challenged <laughs> each other to a 40-yard dash, 
And Wilt smoked that man, bro. He was a physical specimen, bro. Like... And my opinion is, is like, if you're going to use that, that argument for, you know, different eras, no one did what Wilt did, though, during 100%. that era. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you had your, like, you know, huge game here. You had Bill Russell averaging, you know, not 20 as many and 20. rebounds. He was but averaging still 20, 20. Yeah. An unreal nah, amount I'll of rebounds. I'll say Bill Russell was like, wild, yeah. He was wild. But, like, it was, it was Wilt and, and a bunch and of I puny white men just. Bob Cousy. Bob Cousy. Bill Russell, Bob Cousy. I hate, I hate <laughs> Bill Russell's nah, that Celtics team, back in the day, they were just bullying. They were signing they all the good players bro. up and down, and that was it. Bro, it's because they kept winning. Their cap space was way above everybody it was else, ridiculous. bro. Like, yeah, their shit, their shit was at 200000 Like, they're else. literally still getting benefits from that now. <laughs> like, they're literally still getting benefits. I, whenever I talk about, now. whenever I, I mean, this is going to piss all Celtics fans off, but whenever I talk about championships in modern era or just anything that has to do with things that count keep it a stack as far as championships go i don't count from like 70 and before so oh yeah i mean i i, I personally count every championship i it just was think so like stacked back during then, that bro. time it it's a little it's a little flawed yeah. because they they had all the players they had yeah. all the good guys there was, was nine teams battles and they had but Almost you know what's the whole crazy? All Star team on their team. <laughs> the thing about that is, is that nobody ever brings that up. Ever. Like that. That's the kind of thing that I don't get about everybody in in the super team arguments. Is because nobody when the they look at Bill team. Russell's eleven championships, <laughs> nobody ever says anything. Everyone about wants that. to blame LeBron, KD. And like, it's funny because then they'll go and look at Wilt and say, like, oh, well, your stats don't mean anything because of the area you played in. Okay, but then they'll be the same people to say, Bill Russell. And, right. like, okay, all right. It's tough. <laughs> and Will, like I said, man, if you, like, there, there was no one like Will. Like, how are you going to sleep with five Bro, you can't, <laughs> you can't keep doing this. <laughs> he has the And not has catch the HIV. And right. not no catch HIV. HIV. The goat. As far as the we know. Goat. As far as we know. As far and as we know. Had, probably has mad young. kids. He did die young, low key. Like, probably has mad kids. Oh, yeah. All this fame that oh, he had yeah. back in the day. Because everyone said he was like almost as big of a celebrity as Hulk Hogan was at the time. He, he was definitely like. Oh, yeah. I can and imagine. With all that. Knowing all that, he just walked into some random gym <laughs> on Main Street every other day and just dropped 50 and 50. 100. <laughs> 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 Oh my god, dude! I I can see it. I can see why he slept with five women a day, though. Because back in the day, everyone was probably like, "Oh my god, <laughs> he's he's an animal. He's an animal." Nah, that's your real hot take. <laughs> <laughs> that's your that's your real hot take. Throw the Larry Bird one oh. out the window. <laughs> now that Larry Bird one is wild. Saying, I don't man. know about that. I don't know. But why not, Larry Bird? That's crazy. I don't. I'm just saying, man, that guy was pretty fucking slow. Facts. So you're saying he would be a Kyle really, Anderson you really rather than a Luka? <laughs> All right, see, now you're, you're just bugging me. <laughs> That's slow-mo. That's his see, nickname. See, you're like, you're on a roll. Like, I never thought I would hear Kyle Anderson as a first name I would hear after Larry Bro. <laughs> nah, I think he'd be more like a LaMarcus Aldridge in his prime. A phenomenal player. <laughs> okay. 
no, good. yeah, but not not like not like you know. That's still not Larry Bird. You know what I'm saying? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Ah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. That's the thing, though. Larry Bird was another one of the Celtics that benefited from a good team. Yeah. Sun yeah, came in to like, perish. You can't, you can't just say you're gonna drop. Larry Bird in the league and expect him to be Larry Bird because Larry Bird also had a lot of help when he was in Boston. So you kind of got to drop him with his team to be Larry Bird. You get what I'm saying? Right, and imagine imagine if Larry Bird was in a Luka-type situation. They would hound Larry Bird and Larry Bird would... Imagine die. a lot of people being in a Luka situation. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but like Larry Bird specifically, like, what is he going to do, man? He's going to be shooting over four people at the same time. I, I just don't see it. I just can't see it. A lot of people have been in a Lucas situation. And then he's going he's gonna to pass to I mean, LeBron. John nobody in a Lucas situation. Kobe was in after Shaq was in a Lucas situation. Couldn't put nobody around him for a while. LeBron before he went to... Wait, who... who a lot of people have been in... So you said LeBron Kobe and Kobe after Shaq was gone was in a Lucas situation. Jordan before he's he got, got anybody. Freak yeah, athlete. it's just like... Freak but people athlete. only shit on the ones they want to shit on, but they don't Bro, shit on Larry everybody. Bird, I promise you, Larry Bird, when he was like 16, <laughs> he wasn't that just bad. walked, he went what to a park one day and and just shot the ball, and he was like, wow, I can do this, and then just, that's that it. it, that's all it took? Just casually, he, he was, was just damn in the good at it. Oh, he was phenomenal. <laughs> damn good oh, at yeah, it. Son won a three-point contest yeah, in I a ain't jacket. Taking nothing away from Larry he, Legend. He won a three-point contest in a jacket. Now, that was raw. That, that, that was raw. That was, cause I'd be dead by like the second rack. <laughs> you want to know how good Larry Bird is? He's the only white guy in the top ten. Yeah, without a doubt, unless you count Scalabrini, but. <laughs> I forgot about that guy. Yeah, that guy. go go go. Red the Mamba. The only white guy in the top. Red 10 Mamba is wild. It's a fact. Nah, because that's the truth. Because, like, even though I say that, I still put Larry Bird in my top ten. Yeah. Of course. He defined um, what modern basketball him. was turning into. Him Again, and my, my top ten, ten kind of just tells the story of basketball. I'm mind, yeah. Like, Larry, you yeah, can't. Yeah, no, that, that's going to be a big argument of my top five when we get to it a little bit yeah, later. Yeah, you can't tell the story of basketball without mentioning Larry Bird. You just. Yeah. Can't. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, him and Magic. I can without Tim Duncan, though. I can. Savage. I can. I yeah, can tell the story of basketball 100%. without Tim Duncan. Because I think you can just replace the word Spurs dynasty. With the San Antonio Spurs. Spurs dynasty. Yeah. That's what you can replace it And with. you could still explain the whole story yeah. fine. It wasn't Perfect. Tim Duncan. And I can't wait to argue Because there's differences between this. certain dynasties. I hope one of you guys listening oh, yeah. just want to argue. If anyone of you listening want to argue, know, I'm You here. know. You know they're going to come. They're there's gonna differences between certain dynasties. You already know they're going to come. This Warriors dynasty is built... If, if there was no Steph, there would be nowhere near a dynasty. Without Tim Duncan, yeah, sure. they'd still be a good team. They wouldn't be a great team. And that's that's the good thing about the Warriors because it's like individually, <laughs> some, individually they were some really good players, but at the same time they work so beautifully as a team. Oh yeah. Like, why the why 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 the hell is Draymond Green this much like this much of a functioning player? Like why? <laughs> like, how does great. he mean so to much to that team? But it, he does. He, he like the San Antonio Spurs is like the Diet Warriors. Holy! <laughs> like, <laughs> the Diet Warriors. Speaking of the Warriors. Speaking of the Warriors, because that's a crazy comment. Speaking of the Warriors, I kind of want to talk. Okay. 
about Kevin Durant. Yeah, that fucking jersey's been haunting me. Uh, yeah, I was about to say uh, it was. It wasn't hard to tell. So, we're, we'll take you back. I'll tell a little bit of the story. Everybody knows the story because everyone still cries about it. So, <laughs> you know, Kevin Durant was just you know living his life as an NBA player, That's right? What we're and he, well, he, he, he had it in the bag with OKC, and then the series against the Warrior ha- Warriors happened. Now, the Warriors Steph had Curry swept happened. the season series. Yes, the Warriors had swept the season series, so a lot of people weren't expecting the Thunders to do anything to begin with. Remember that. Oh, yeah, they um, shouldn't have. But they magically went up 3-1. I'm gonna be a, they magically went up 3-1. I'm going to keep it a stack real quick. Sorry to interrupt. I, bro, I, I have the stats in front of me for each game log. There should have been no reason they went up 3-1, bro. Durant and yeah. Westbrook, the whole series, each of them only had two good games. Each of them only had two good games. They should never have even been up 3-1, bro. Everyone likes to be like, oh, honestly, they were so good. Da, da, da. They, they should have never been up 3-1. And one thing I want everyone to remember is that that was the Warriors' 73-9 and year, and they were brutally beaten down, oh, as yeah. you saw in the Cavs series, where they completely just fell apart. I thought they started falling apart in the Thunder series, but... It's always about the team that falls apart. Uh, game apart six, more, play. Right? So, you know, game five, six, and seven. Obviously, the Thunder fell apart. Um, you know, obviously, Kevin Durant could have done oh. more in the fourth quarter beach game. But also, I also want to point out the fact that the Thunder had big leads in all three of those games, and each one was blown by Westbrook just shooting <laughs> from wherever he wanted. On the you want to know what's funny? And like the classic blame rush. There was. KD shot terrible in game Facebook. five, four, five, and six. KD shot terrible. No, and like I said, like I said, seven Kevin he did good. Done better. There's seven no he did good, asked. but he's the only one who did good. But if you watch, if you go Bro. back and watch the games, and the Thunder were up ridiculous amounts, like 15, 18, 21, I think one one game was. You would it would always be followed up by three or four straight possessions of Westbrook doing absolutely game nothing. Game six, KD went one. And the for Warriors eight getting bag. And, uh, do you want to defend Westbrook here? They're both dog shit. That's oh, what I'm God. saying. There is no defense. They were right. both I'm telling dog you, they like Kevin Durant definitely had had you know to do more, of course. But Westbrook was just Westbrooking it up on the court. Anyway, He's always done that, though. Lo and behold, the the Warriors win. Uh, Kevin Durant loses. He hugs Steph at the end. A lot of people thought it. Was oh yeah, he, he was like they were talking for a minute home, after that. Coming home. Cause me, if I was Kevin Durant, I'm I'm going I'm to cry in the home. shower. Cause me, I I was I was one win, like one good finish away. Because they were up big, like I said, I was one there finish away from winning the whole championship for OKC. Yeah. So I get Honestly, the points that you guys are gonna make with that. One win, but, not even just one win. You were literally like one quarter, like, no, that's like what I'm saying. one like one quarter, phenomenal bro. quarter like, away from winning. We couldn't keep it together. We couldn't keep it together for twelve minutes. Yeah. They would have abused the Cavaliers in my opinion. Oh yeah, for sure. Their their ener- the Thunder energy was wicked during that. I I very they, I've been very adamant on both of these two statements that I believe that if the Thunder went to the finals instead of the Warriors, they would have won. And I believe that if the Rockets would have won in twenty eighteen. That is a fact. Well. That is a fact. CP three and Harden would have that I stand by both. I believe that one. The other take Nah, see alright, so Giving if it plays out the 100%. same way. If Braun still loses KD and Kyrie, or if he still loses Kyrie and yeah, Kevin Love, yeah, yeah, yeah. then come on, he's not going to survive KD and West Westbrook. Uh, yeah. 
And True. With, the, with the growing popularity well, no, 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 of, no, 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 wait, 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 no, 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 that wasn't the year that he lost them. That was a 73-9 win team. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, had, yeah, he yeah, had yeah, a half, yeah, the, yeah, LeBron yeah, had a healthy team. Oh, yeah. Nah, I don't think yeah, the yeah, I don't, still, I don't I, think the Thunder take still. It. Either way, the Thunder were on a different time. They were. They they, they were, were either they were, they were great a very defensively, energetic, fun team. They're, it was to the point and where it was they either lose to the Warriors or they win. That's the way I looked at the Thunder that year. Is they either lose to the Warriors yeah. or they win. And my my hot take is I think they got they got a little bit of. Um, they kind of got slapped in the face, the Thunder did, after Draymond didn't get the, the technical for kicking Steven That's Adams. a fact. <laughs> uh, that's a fact. I thought twice. twice. My, and I, I know twice. I, talk to, I talk about it a lot. I talk about it a lot because, honestly, Draymond got the technical against the Cavs for something really dumb because he was walking away and bitching. He wasn't in the ref's face. He was a- actively walking away and bitching. Yeah. But he kicked Steve, and I get it. Like, maybe it wasn't. A purposeful kick. He did it kick, twice in like. Right. Uh, yeah. You have yeah. to give him a technical, and if he gets that technical, he gets suspended, and I don't think yeah. the the Thunder lose Game Seven. True. And then they go 100% against the Cavs. Believe that. And yeah. But well, instead, you know they needed that in their back pocket for the Cavs. Well, I don't think you know, exactly. conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory, but I don't think. Ding, ding. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think they would have beaten the Cavs. So that's the thing. So so oh, you want me to no answer for so KD. you want they me to no do that? For KD right. or, or, so this oh. was the other hot take I was gonna do. Because you want me to do it, bro? I think the Cavs. I know, but real quick, right, one second right. before you say that, I want you to remember one thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That who who on the Cavs was guarding Russell Westbrook? The Warriors always had somebody for Westbrook. Who was the who did the Cavs have? Was Shumpert on the team then? No, right? Yeah, yes, no. Yeah, yeah. Shumper, J.R. Smith, they were on that, the that team. Was, that was their best defender at guard, he I believe. He was a great defender. Who's guarding KD? Yeah, but Who's guarding LeBron? Like, yeah. Who's guarding LeBron? Roberson was. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Roberson was very annoying when Roberson, he faced, uh, Yeah, you're right. No, he was a great defender, but um, I think LeBron just would have bullied That's him. That's the only he, um, thing he else he could Rachel do, Demita, but still. Man. Thanks. He smashed Rachel Demita. <laughs> I forgot about go, that. Go forever, go. Go. I don't know how that happened, but I forgot about that. It was probably a wicked night in Utah Freeze. or some shit. That nigga's probably the only player in NBA history to have more steals than points. Is that a is that an actual fact? Is that a real stat? I, I, I could believe every, times he every was time. Open. Every time I look at the box score, he had bro, zero points. Bro, right? yo, you remember? <laughs> like, okay. You remember when, like, once KD left, and it was just Westbrook with the goon of dummies, and oh, everyone yeah. would smoke Roberson when he went to the he line, bro. Everyone would oh, yeah, boo bro. that man, even Warriors, bro, because he OBC never made fans, him, bro. bro. He never made him, bro. Bro, they would give it to him wide open at the three and just run away. <laughs> They would just let him do it. They would go double-team somebody else and let him just do him. Poor Roberson. So, to get back to the story here, you know, let's think of everything that factored into KD leaving. Um, The growing growing popularity of Westbrook and the growing opinion, I think, that came from that was that the two couldn't work together. There was a lot of pressure on that. Um, And then, obviously, you know, Westbrook, when he got more popularity, which I think was kick-started the season before that, he became more of a selfish player. I think we can 100%. all agree on that. Tornado yeah. with ball. Yeah. I think the writing was also on the wall that if they didn't if they didn't win the championship 
that, that year right it, there, yeah. I don't think they were gonna. I don't think they were gonna win a championship after that. And to your point, V-Man, yeah, if the scenario plays out a little differently, I think they would have had to beat the Warriors to have won anything after that. Hundred percent. After that, I think it's done. And, and then another thing, it's KD's pressure. I mean, you're you're getting called one of the goats. You're getting called one of the best players to ever play basketball. You need to win something. It's the same pressure that LeBron faced because LeBron was facing this pressure too. Yeah. Are you gonna stay with the Cavs and risk, you know, your legacy, or are you gonna go to a team? See, that I just win? and obviously the Heat weren't the Heat weren't as good I of a team before. That, but you have to also look. But you also have to look at the team that LeBron walked into. No matter what that record was for the Heat, they acquired Chris Bosh yeah. too, and all of those veterans. So. You know, it wasn't, the thing, it wasn't Steph and Clay. It wasn't, it wasn't Steph established. And Clay and Clay and it wasn't as good. It wasn't this is my thing about that, 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 that Heat team, and honestly, this plays a factor into them losing the 2011 yeah. finals. Honestly, outside of Wade, Bosch, and Braun, they had nobody. It was that year after that they started like, getting Yeah. Yeah, they, their team was honestly terrible. It's a fact. I mean, the Warriors were very. The Warriors became very, very thin because of the. Contract. Oh yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah, yeah. Def, definitely. That's why Bron's meltdown was so big because it was like it was magnified because there was nobody else to even try to step in for him. Yeah. So it was yeah. just like and LeBron, whenever he underperformed, it was just terrible. And when LeBron went to the Heat, LeBron they didn't know whose team it was. The first year, LeBron said, "Nah, Dwayne, it's your team, bro." That's why, man. Fuck all that. He shouldn't have. Well. He shouldn't have. It's LeBron's team the moment he signed. But bro. he, in his head... I don't want to hear nothing Nah, else. but he wasn't playing like it was his team I mean, that first year. Bro, and in LeBron's head, it was LeBron's team. It he wasn't LeBron's playing team, like it. Bro. He was conceding can, Honestly, lot. LeBron, that's the thing about LeBron is he he can always you say whatever he wants to the You know what's, you know what's hilarious? But he was conceding a lot. What's hilarious is I just had this argument with somebody earlier. <laughs> About um, it being D Wade's team and D Wade not being able to finish his job. <laughs> oh, let me let me ask you guys though, and Matt, put, and Matt, put yourself in in Kevin Durant's shoes just for a second and consider everything. Yeah, consider everything. You just came off of a very very heartbreaking mm-hmm. loss to the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. All right, you're sit you're sitting there. You have this now. All of a sudden, you have this. Big free agency decision, yeah. right? Are you gonna pick the team that you just got absolutely broke, brokenhearted with, or are you gonna pick the team that calls you and says, "Yo, we have the best player, at, well, best player in the NBA." I think at the time everyone could agree with Steph; he was snapping. We 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 were just seventy three and nine. We were just one win away from winning the NBA championship. Come solidify your legacy. Was it it's a gonna suck smart at first. move? You're gonna get a lot of yes. hate. Yes. It was yes. the best business best decision business in NBA decision. history. But when when this in question NBA comes history. to me, I have a very high but take for this. Yes, it was it the best business decision he could have ever done. Even though now people still call any him NBA him. player, including LeBron James, would have signed 100%. with the fucking Warriors. I'm not saying it was a Anybody. bad business decision. Besides Bradley Beal, I'm not saying it was a bad business. decision. <laughs> it was a phenomenal business decision. But, P, like, yes, he got his rings. He got his finals MVP. Thomas wants justice for KD. But <laughs> people <laughs> still are sitting here saying, oh, those rings are fraud. Those rings. So it's just like, I'm going to keep it a stack. He could have went with the Wizards, who had a great John Wall and a buddy uh, coming up Bradley Beal. Hometown could have went with the Celtics. 
They they had a good team around them. It's just like yes, it was the best business decision. It was his best chance to win a ring, hundred percent. But it was a it was a weak move, hundred percent. Would I have made that decision? Probably fucking Lee. Probably. I'm not about. I'm not in that shoe. I'm not in his shoes. But it was a weak decision. That's just all it was. Does he have two finals if MVPs? I mean, yes. He got them. Matt, no matter what anybody says, everyone is going to refer to Kevin Durant as a two-time NBA champion and a two-time. That's why I said, yeah, he's got those rings. He's got the Finals MVPs. That's it. That's it. But was it the weakest move of all time? One hundred percent. But it's still, it's not like he sat there and just like got carried. He was wilding. Yeah. It was fun. To he, was the best was. Player he, 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 he was the best player in the world. He was the best player in the world. Bro, he destroyed LeBron. Yeah, he was the best player in the world at that point. Those two years, just because... I don't know, that, that the version Warriors, of KD... The Warriors destroyed the Cavs. I wouldn't say he destroyed LeBron. No, yeah. No, there, there was Le- some all right, there all right. that were very embarrassing for LeBron. Right. Embarrassing for LeBron. Matt, do you not remember like LeBron just getting like sent to the floor by KD on a pump fake? That was Oh, nuts. don't do that one. Bro, you literally see his feet come out from under him. It was straight. He slipped. I know what play you're talking about. His feet literally just come out from under him, bro. But, no. LeBron and KD were easily the two best players in the world. You could throw up whoever was the best. They were both playing. It was it was LeBron. During that time, they the were both playing LeBron, at for sure. all-time great levels. In that two, three-year span. They were both playing at all-time great levels. So, I mean, it's just, yeah, it... Brown was wild. Fucking Bro, did you do you guys remember after that series with the Celtics after game seven and fucking bronze in the in the locker room? He has ice covering his whole body. He looks old as shit. He looks like he just fought a war. Oh yeah. And it's that yeah. meme that says, I look like this, so and I think they had like Dante Jones and James Jones just like holding the conference finals <laughs> trophy. He's like, I look like this, so they can look like this, and they're all just fresh looking, no sweat. No battle wounds. They're just like, oh, yeah, with cigars and Dante shit. Jones? <laughs> that motherfucker. Bro, he got fined his whole salary that year. Yo, bro. <laughs> so he... I remember seeing this article. He apparently had, like, a whole storage locker at, like, a facility filled with classic J's. Like, like the whole storage facility. Size of a fucking, like, half a house. Filled to the brim <laughs> with J's. He, his his uh, manager forgot to keep paying it, and they, like, did a storage war on it and sold it. And, like, without opening it, somebody That's bought crazy. his storage facility. That's crazy. For all his J's. And he goes, like, a few I months later to go to it, tight, and it was bro. gone. All his classic J's, bro. <laughs> bro, that's only something tight. that would happen to Dante Jones, too. How do you not, how do you not you have that storage boxes, unit I would have been yeah, tight, bro. bro. Yeah. I but been, I'm saying, bro. like, how do you not have that storage unit, like, on Yeah, lock? bro. That's, yeah, like, bro. PJ Tucker up. would never. Would never. Would never. Oh. Would absolutely. He probably has every he single pair. He has every has a tracker on pair, bro. It. He bought a complete house for, for his shoes. I'm pretty sure. That's some Chris Brown shit. Got a fucking dog so, house I mean, and everything. So to finish the story on Kevin Durant, he wins two MVPs, wins two Finals championships, get in, gets into a petty argument with Draymond Green. They go and face the Raptors. The Raptors win because Kane destroys injured. his Achilles. Uh, Clay tears his ACL. Draymond was Marcus Cousins died the whole year. Just there to 
Steph was also and, 100% of yeah. That whole team was and worn down. My, and my point to when I told you guys earlier that I said that the Warriors were really thin, it, it just proved it there. Oh, at that, at that point? That, yeah, those, that team. Them, that fourth no quarter. Sean that fourth quarter in the last the game of those to. finals? Yeah. They, they, they. Yeah. Oh yeah. They had you lost nobody. every guy you 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 pay money to. Iggy was not good, or he was in in and out of injury. Sean Livingston was done already. They didn't have Barbosa or Barnes. They didn't have Azili anymore. McGee was in and out of the rotation. Was he even on the team that year? If I'm not mistaken, Kavon Looney was also hurt as well. And I think he was a rookie that year. <laughs> like, that, that, bro, they that's were the just year completely. That he had the yeah, bro. Something like that. Yeah. But it's just like that team with yeah, that that Raptors, that team was the fried, team Raptors bro. They against, was cooked. Yeah. And five straight years to the finals, that tires anybody out, bro. That tires anybody yeah. out. Except for LeBron James because he did it what, nine, nine in a row. Time. Yeah. So Matt, what's your uh what's your take? What's your what's your official uh Kevin Durant take? Oh, it it was the best business decision of all time, but the weakest conscious decision of all time. That's 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 always going to be my take on it. Oh, he's still a top fifteen player of all time to me. Like, I just—it's not. I don't know how you can say. I don't know how you can say it's a good business decision, but like a weak move because it's it's a business at the end. of One hundred percent. But as I'm just saying, morality standpoint, like you're constantly. It's good business, weak hearted. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You are just such a a, a KD stand that like you just would never. No, 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 no. For 100% first, of KD nah, at very first, like the first day no, of the trade, I was like, I was like, wow, he did OKC dirty. No, he but, didn't do OKC um, dirty. OKC yeah. did him dirty for years. OKC did themselves yeah. dirty. No, no, no. I wanted him to leave. OKC yeah. did. I just had dirty. no idea he yeah. was going to the Warriors. I expected yeah. him to leave. Yeah, they did. I, I would have been fine if he just left and went to a team that was just building around him. Da da da. But at the same time. Best business decision was going to the Warriors. I. But I'm saying if he goes, if he goes to like the Clippers, which was the only other team he was probably going to go to besides the Warriors. The, the Celtics Thunder, had Tom Brady at their the meeting. Fuck that. He, he could have gone to the Celtics. Now that's a fact. That's a fact. Celtics that's had Tom fact. Brady at that nah, meeting. How did not? How did not go to the nah, Celtics? Yeah, bro. You got the goat. Tom Brady want to talk. You yeah. better go talk. He had. They had Tom, go talk Brady Tom Brady at his uh, the, at their contract. Uh, like if he's telling you you about to get a ring in Boston, you're about to get a ring in Boston. My son. My son. Katie. No, Al Horford went to Boston. Al Horford initially went to Boston because because he thought, he thought KD was going. One hundred percent. He was tight. <laughs> it was, it's been a storybook, uh, storybook career. My for son Al Horford still don't get got a ring, though, man. So, yo, V man, tell us, uh, tell us what you think. All right, regarding KD. <laughs> First and foremost, I do not fault him for leaving the yeah, team. Yeah, no. Because for some reason, I didn't like the label that they gave KD as a snake. Because I didn't really see it as a snake move. Because people like to see it as, oh, you was the face of the thunder, you were loved by the community, this, that, and the third, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's all just the face value of it. But the reality of it was the thunder actually showed him disloyalty before anybody else did. Remember. Over and over. Yep. He wanted them to pay James Harden. They did not. He wanted Scott Brooks as the coach. They fired him. Yep. So it's like. He's asking for other pieces to be brought in. They're not being brought in. So it's like, all right, what am I really here for? You're not doing anything for me. You're not getting rid of this problem, and you're not trying to help me 
fix the problem so boom now as far as him going to the Warriors goes like Matt said it's definitely the best business decision that you could ever make would I have made it no, I would have not have made it. Well, me personally, I would have made it because you know Steph Curry. <laughs> I was about to feel say. me, boom. But if I'm Kevin Durant, I'm speaking in terms. Of if I'm Kevin Durant, I'm not going because, again, like I said, this is my hot take on this. There's actually another situation that I believe he could have stepped in and got the same, if not better, result. Could have went to Houston. That's exactly where I thought he was going. I never thought because that year they got. I thought he was going to Houston. Did that was that the year they got rid of uh, Dwight Howard and they had Cap, right? Yes, yes, they had Mad Cap. James Harden's playing out of his fucking mind. Obviously, like I just said, he wanted to play with James Harden to begin with. They have a good high off offensive system. They already have beef with the Warriors. Yep, (laughs) like. So it's kind of like I'm joining um, joining my friend to beat my enemy instead of joining my enemy to beat my friends. Facts. You get what I'm saying? I never even thought I'm never even thought about going to Houston. That that's because the makes Warriors sense. are not beating the Rockets with James Harden and Kevin Durant. They're not. Nah. That's that's, that's, a, that's a dog. And team. I don't believe that the Cavs would have beat the prime meeting. James Harden, bro. People sleep on prime James Harden. They just think about who he is now. Because remember, at that time, they still had Clint Capella on rookie yeah. contract as well. Mm-hmm. So they still had a big. Yep. They had Pat Beverly as a dog. Pat Beverly. Dog. dog James Harden just, at the two. Jeremy Lin. No, I'm playing. Um, <laughs> it's, it's honestly. I mean, it's, he was not there anymore. <laughs> it's the same situation, honest. The, re- the reason I compare it to LeBron is because it was just like they both left made a quick business trip elsewhere for some guaranteed rings to get their career on its foot and then just left for a team that they could probably, you know, lead. I mean, I know this Nets situation has been horrible, but I feel like if they were healthy and playing last year when they faced the Bucks, I feel like they would have had a lot of success. Because mm-hmm. Kevin Durant was finally... I think he took... If there was one thing mm-hmm. he took out of Golden State, that was how to be a good leader because he was leading the hell out of those guys. But... Each their own. <laughs> I, I, with Kevin or, or with Kyrie Irving, there's there's a big difference. That's the problem. That's why it's not working because neither one of those guys are good 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 leaders at all. At all. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, I don't think Kevin Durant's a good leader either. But I think in that year, I think that was the year I finally saw. It's Kevin not that Durant he's not a good leader. Once. He doesn't want to be the leader. He doesn't want yeah. to. He straight up said that. And okay, like, like, he no, could boom, be a good leader. Like, he could be a good leader. See, and that's the he and that's another thing. That. It's like how can we how can you sit here and just like say like like the people that sit there and say, Oh, Kevin Durant. Oh. <laughs> like, Holy shit. He never wanted the spotlight. He never wanted to he, be like he just he wanted wants the to ball. just go out and bowl. And he obviously doesn't care about his appearance because look at his hair and his, his beard and calf, his, how skinny his he is. He just wants to show up, ball, be a dog, Wait. and leave. Katie is literally just a pure form of a hooper. That's he's what a he hooper at the highest level, bro. He don't really care who's on the court with him. Obviously, he does have his preferences, but he doesn't really care who's on the court with him. Like, just give him a ball. And let him go to work. That's it. And a shot clock. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, he 
never like, wanted to be the leader of any team. And it's like it it really took me a minute to like to really under to understand that about him because it yeah, was like 100%. it got to the point where it was like when he left the Warriors, you're just questioning like, all right, what are you doing? Like, what really like? Clearly, winning doesn't make you happy neither. You feel me? And it's like, so what is it that makes you happy? Like, what makes you go? And to be honest with you, I don't even think he's really figured that out yet, which is why he's not a good leader. He's not a good leader, literally, because of that. Because if he knew what he was going after and what he wanted to achieve, there's nobody that's going to be able to stand stand, stand in his way. No, like... Nobody can stand in his way, which is why he's KD. Yeah, that's like, bro, he's KD for a reason. He's still a phenomenal player. But he really went out there and said, yo, I want to achieve this. This is what we're doing. 9.9 times out of 10, it's going to happen. 9.9 is a crazy number. When it's all said and done, (laughs) when it's all said and done, I think one of the biggest (laughs) what if stories of all time, once I think it settles in for a couple more years, is what could have been if if James Harden was healthy during that playoff series and, and Kyrie Irving. I mean, just in general, if all three of those played consistently, that's going to be one of the biggest what-ifs. Because I personally feel like they would have destroyed the league. Especially since their surrounding cast wasn't bad at all. It was a bunch of young dudes that, that could just fucking run up and bro, down they the court. They would have yeah. demolished the Suns. And it's like, bro. <laughs> they would have demolished the Suns. It's that, but on the flip side of that, I was just about to say that. you We could say the exact same thing for the Lakers. Yeah. Because I don't think the Suns would have even beaten us if we was healthy. Yeah. 100%. Oh, dude. And we saw it. Like, when we went to Staples Center, like, when it was still the Staples Center, yeah. and we saw those three R. play R. against Staples the Pistons Center. and actually have a good game, It was, it's good. It's nice to see because when Westbrook gets going, no matter how bad he is on the season, when he gets going, that's motivating for everybody, everybody in the arena, his teammates. When AD is going, everyone is hyped. Like, when, it, when right. AD's a monster. And then, and then you just have LeBron with that, like... It's I me personally, as much as I don't really like Westbrook, as much as I don't really like LeBron, I respect both, but as much as I don't really like either, I really want to see this trio work. It's the same oh, yeah, thing I feel too. about Kevin Durant, Kyrie, well, and Ben Simmons. Like, I want these two to meet. But it's just so much ben other Simmons things guy. that Ben Simmons could that. work phenomenally. <laughs> ben Simmons could work phenomenally with those two. If he doesn't he play a guard position. He lacks, he lacks the adult mentality. I'm sorry, but Ben Simmons lacks the adult mentality. I've been mentality. saying this for two years now. Ben Simmons is a hyper-athletic Draymond Green, bro. If he gets a leadership ability, bro, defensive dog can run the floor. If he just gets a leadership mentality and matures, he could be a Draymond Green type player. So, Don't try to score. What the hell is even wrong with this Who guy? Who knows? <laughs> but that's the and that's the exact thing because it started off in LSU, I believe that's where yep. he went to college. Yeah. And he gave up on them. Yeah. They didn't yeah, they I didn't even make that. the NCAA tournament. I remember that. Because Same. he gave up. He goes to the 76ers. Obviously, he didn't want to be there when they were the process. Struggling. He I think he was their he was their first pick, right? During that whole Mad No, Nerlens Noel was the year before, I believe. Yeah. But Embiid was Simmons, a few he was years in before, that. but he was out for two years. Obviously, he didn't want to be there because he broke his foot. And how old was he when he entered the league? 19, 19. 20? You're, you're telling me a broken foot sidelined him that whole first year? They redshirted him. 
And, yeah, but like at the same time, as a as a basketball player, you're gonna want to be out there and not miss a whole. That season. that. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think, think that was a him decision. I think that was a team decision because they were doing the same thing with uh, Embiid for a minute too. But what I'm saying is, at any point in time, just like Embiid did, and I believe that second year that he was there, the third, the year that he came back, and they didn't want him to come back. I, I know you guys remember that story. <laughs> yeah. He forced himself to play, and it was a good idea because obviously we see what he turned yeah. into. But if at, at any point, because they gave Ben Simmons the see, the keys of the franchise, they were hyping him up as yeah. the big thing. Yeah, they were definitely he'd taking get up and shot. play. But he was just like, I don't hold this that rookie whatever, year. Whatever, I'll go. Him. I'll go with your guys. I don't go with that. I don't hold that rookie year against him at all. And then I mean, I I really I don't I don't like using the he can't shoot argument against. No, him. that's what I'm saying. But at the same time. How are you shooting all these threes and all these good shots in the offseason and you're showing up and you're like the biggest pussy it's, I've it's ever It's not seen even that he can't shoot. He just doesn't attempt. TV. So we don't even right. know if he can't shoot. We don't even know if he yeah, can Yeah, he shoot. just doesn't fucking right. attempt them, bro. Like, and to V-Man's point... wide-ass open. Right, and to your point, V, it's like... Yeah, like I don't know what's wrong with this guy because at any point in time he could wake up and be one of the best players to ever play this game. Bro, coming and out of college, coming out of college, they were comparing him to Braun. Yeah, he's Braun like, without a shot. Like better defensively. C- come on, bro. This is a guy that's in goat contention right yeah. now, and people and what are calling you him? What was his normal average? Is like 15, 8, and 8 or yeah, something, like that. That. something like that? 15, yeah, about that. 15, 16, and 8. Literally, LeBron, the rest of LeBron's points to get him to 27 and 28 comes from his actual jump shot. Yeah. So, literally, it's Ben Simmons' Braun without the jump yeah. shot. Literally. But it's like he doesn't – it's weird he doesn't want it because I don't think they win the series this last year, but I think they would have had a chance if Ben Simmons played, at least to take a couple games to make some Oh, noise. yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, he completely. It would have taken so much the of the next. load off of Kyrie Irving, for example, who was struggling with Ramadan. That was a big factor too. Like Kyrie had no energy. If I'm KD or Kyrie, I kind of don't even want that guy on the court with me now. Yeah. Cause it's like if I can't trust you to be there when I need you the most, why why are you even here at all? That's a fact. I mean, also at the same time, to to be the devil's advocate to that, it's. It was, it was a mess. I, I really didn't. Like, honestly, at first, before that series started, I said, you know, the Nets have a chance. But then I think that was kind of just me hoping for the best because once that series oh, started, yeah, I think after witness. game two, I was like, wow. I said it. I was like, yo, whoever wins this is most more than likely going to the yeah. Front. Yeah, that was. I know you remember that. That was one of those, like, I was sitting there like, damn. I took the Nets in it too because I was just like, bro, it's I can't count against KD and Kyrie. Because it was, but like, I was just like, I can't I can really see, see a team going that's gonna way. beat Brooklyn. I can't see a team that's gonna beat Brooklyn. But if Boston is the team to do it, I don't think anybody's gonna be able to. They beat just them. matched up so well. Boston did. They just matched up yeah. so well. Yeah. And Al Horford played. Al Horford. Yeah, he God. played, out of, played out of his mind. Marcus Smart guarding Kyrie was perfect. It was just like. So, I'm going to transition this because we're talking about, you know, leadership from the point guard okay. position. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about being a good point guard and being a good team player. So, let's talk about, since I'm sitting here with two Lakers fans, I want your guys' opinion. Cool. V-Man, you first on the CP3 trade. That never happened. That was vetoed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's tough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
pain. Pain, just pain. Because it didn't even make sense. Like, so tough. The reasoning behind it didn't make sense. Like, you vetoed. Because honestly, the trade was fair. It was 100% fair. I believe the Lakers were only getting Chris Paul back. It was a three-team trade between the Lakers, the Rockets, and the um the Hornets. The Lakers were getting Chris Paul back. The Rockets were getting Pau Gasol. And the Hornets were getting Lamar Odom, Louis Scola, Kevin Martin, and Goran Dragic. Those are just the players that were involved, not to mention all the other picks and, you know, all that other good mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, so I'm like, all right. The Lakers get their guy. The Rockets at the time were lacking um, height. They, they were very small at the time. So Pau Gasol fixes that immediately. Yep. And the Hornets just get Kevin Martin, who at the time was a, a, a rise, rising star. Yep. Louis Scola. Louis Scola is a vet. Lamar Odom's a vet. Goran Dragic was a young, good, serviceable point guard at the time. So it's like everybody is in good hands at this point. In time. Yeah. Like there's no reason why this trade should be vetoed. They had asked GM. All the money matched. My, yeah, all the money yeah. was matching up. Everything was fine. The reason why it only got vetoed <laughs> was because of the fact David Stern was afraid that it would look like a scandal. Yeah. Because at the time, the Hornets did not have an owner. So the NBA was taking ownership of the Hornets until they evidently found a a bad to buyers that they just shipped out their young star. But then they still shipped out their young star. There was that and the fact that we had just came out of a lockout. So... From what I remembered and the information that I gathered was the trade actually went through. Everybody agreed to it. The Rockets agreed to it. The Lakers agreed to it. The Hornets GM agreed to it. Boom. The Hornets GM told everybody that everything is going to go through, which is why it even got announced. Because it actually, the trade officially got announced. Like through SportsCenter and ESPN and, you know, all that, you know, the coverages and stuff. So, which is how we even found out about it. Because they said they approved it, blah, blah, blah. He's supposed to come to the Lakers. Boom. After that gets out, David Stern contacts the GM of the Hornets and was like, no, what are you doing? And he's like, what do you mean? Everything matched up. Everything is good. I just told everybody, you know, everything was getting approved. And then David Stern's exact response to it was, we just came out of a lockout. You think we can make any trades right now? And I'm like, what does that even matter? Why does that even matter? Like, that literally holds no weight over anything. Over anything. We just came out of a lockout, so you can't make a trade. But then you go ahead and approve him going to the Clippers. And you chalk it up as basketball reasons. Like, there was no reason. That's my biggest issue with that trade, is that there's still really no answer as to why it didn't happen. So no yeah. real reason. It was so you're good. Yeah. No, you're my good. Bad. So I mean, I'll make yeah, my yeah, quick yeah. take because obviously I'm not the Lakers fan here, so it doesn't hurt my heart as much as it hurts you guys. <laughs> but I honestly, and I don't think I've shared this opinion with you guys because I always said it just was what it was. Like it's just crazy. But I honestly do think it was 
a big NBA cover-up. And the reason why I say that is because, if you think about it, besides Stephen Curry, they've always tried to knock down the other guy that challenged LeBron and Michael Jordan as the two biggest people in the league. And they sure. just didn't want to run with Kobe. He was the bad guy. Um, oh, it, yeah, it's also sure. another. It's also another reason why the media really continuously drove Kobe and Shaq apart because of what that was becoming. Because now, honestly, so now, just to piggyback off of that real quick, because I believe if we get that trade, we go to the finals. And if we go to the finals, we take... You guys win at... Take, I yeah, think you guys win at least two. Yeah, we take the place of the Dallas Mavericks yep. who beat that Miami Heat team that year. So we yep. would have got the kobe Brown finals matchup we want. And honestly, I really believe the Lakers would have won and Kobe would have got yeah. the better of them and that would have been the end of that. Right. And also think about Dwight Howard. NBA hated that guy. The NBA hated yeah. Dwight Howard. Yeah. And I mean, there was a huge reason he got so much negative heat in L.A. It wasn't because, you know, whatever. It was just Dwight Howard. And, yeah. You know, it's understandable. Bro, that's he clear made, to see with the refs. The refs, like, comments. blatantly discriminate against 100%. 100%. Yeah. Like, Literally. bro, he picks up so many fouls, he's almost unplayable yeah. now. Like, you and can't I even honestly, put him on the court. How bad that went, I honestly don't blame Dwight because Dwight wanted to just come to L.A. and play with Kobe, and then there was probably talk of that trade um, eventually happening. Like, I imagine the Lakers were working on that huge trade for a little bit, yeah. and he saw that as an opportunity, and all of a sudden now they don't, they don't have that third player. And Dwight has all this pressure, and what you bring out way more than Orlando, Nash. right? Way more than Orlando. Yeah, Steve Nash. Like that's what the Some Lakers had to do back because it was. Inside. I was about to say the guy hurt his back carrying milk into his house, right. bro. Carrying so milk me, into his fucking house. It sucks because obviously I'm a huge Dwight Howard fan. Now, looking back at it, I would have loved to see Kobe get, you know, maybe one or two or three or how much ever that ended up being more rings. But, but they it would have undoubtedly... That. They could have. I was going to say, it would have undoubtedly made Kobe the best story ever 100%. in the NBA, which 100%. a lot of people would have leaned more towards him than they ever would have Jordan or LeBron. 100%. And they couldn't have that. I actually agree so with that. That's, that's why, actually a conspiracy that I never really thought about. Right. And and on Chris Paul's end, I mean, look at all the times like the NBA has just yeah they shit on kind of shit it on that guy. They shit on him like, repeatedly. The refs, like <laughs> every time, like the Clippers when they were in the playoffs, there was so many times I'm just like, what is going on with this officiating? Yeah, He's just had I mean very mis very misfortunate very because if if it wasn't them blatantly discriminating, it was him getting injured. So. And you're telling me that there's no way that that trio wouldn't have worked because you're talking yeah, about Kobe, who was a demon during that time. He was still still a putting demon. up 28 think, what, early 30s at this he was, point, uh, mid 30s, maybe like what 31. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was 30, 33 around yeah. that time. Yeah. So he wasn't he wasn't old. I mean, I know he ended up tearing his Achilles, but who knows if that happens with different players on the court? Whatever fate. No, because um, he's not killing himself trying to get a bucket. See, that's the right. thing, yeah. And now you're ta- you're talking about now you're going to have one of the best point guards ever passing yeah. to him. And then you're going to have the luxury of having one of the best centers just chilling, waiting 100%. for the basketball. There's no way it doesn't work. See, but, that's my take on it just because, man, like Kobe, those last few years before, like, he was straight just injury prone. It's just he was he, – he would go out for a little injury – and the team would fall apart, and he would come back and fight for them to make an eighth seed. 
and kill himself doing such. And it's just like if he had, bro, that boy fought so if hard. If he had, bro, I, was so hurt. I remember it's just like we're like, oh yeah, they're in the they're, they made it to the playoffs, made it to the playoffs. What was it? The Spurs round one. Kobe got hurt. And I'm just like tough, tough. But it's just like tough, if you bro. had a CP3 to lead that team, Kobe wouldn't need to come back because CP3 has consistently showed on every new team he goes to. Even so honestly, this Thunder really team a few couple years ago to. when he went to, bro, they were dirt, and he brought them to the playoffs. Like, Col- like CB3 would have been able to handle it, let Kobe rest, let him get his stretch of games that he needs to rest out, and they would have been able to handle that shit. They would have been able to fight through. And CP was a was a good scorer. No, he was, he was averaging 19 and a half, 20 points. 19. 19 points. Yeah. 19 and 9 was around his averages then. Like, come on. That's really See, what Chris Paul might have to. broken the all-time assist record playing next to Dwayne. Oh my god! It's like oh my god. That's really that pick and roll would have been ridiculous. It was like, it was like you either you swap Chris Paul out with Steve Nash. Literally, you see that they they already made the playoffs with Steve yeah. Nash. If you swap him out with Chris Paul, they're definitely a higher seed. Definitely a higher seed. You have a better playoff positioning. Um, so then with that comes probably more rest for players. 100%. Which prevents injuries, which does a lot of things. Like, that Chris Paul trade really would have changed a lot. It would have changed, like, 100% the league at that, like, era. Those, like, next four years would have changed how the history of the league went. 100%. And it's crazy because that whole scenario really, it has a lot of what ifs. Hundred percent. Too many. Yeah. Like, and honestly, one of my favorite what ifs behind the whole situation, and it, it's crazy because it has nothing to do with the Lakers. But there was another team sneakily around the, the 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 Chris Chris Paul trades, and um, nobody really knew it, but. After doing, like, you know, I dove into the research and, feel me, I found this out. He actually wanted to play for the Knicks. Really? He wanted to play with Melo and Amari Stoudemire. I did not and know that. That, that, what, I, if, I that what if is crazy, bro. That what if is really no, that's, crazy that's, to me because that's another team that could have did something. Imagine because bro. the uh, the Knicks were the other team that were there with the Clippers. Um, however, obviously the Knicks didn't have enough because they had gotten Mello with a passing that. first prime point guard. We haven't seen that. We yeah. haven't seen that. Yeah, that would have taken the burden off of Amari too because yeah. what happened was that it was Mello and Amari and just a whole bunch of role players. My son Raymond so Felton and carry, old like, Jason Kidd. Yeah, like Amari had to carry the whole entirety of the inside of the paint until Tyson Chandler eventually got there. Um, so it, it, and you know Amari, he he was run down with the Suns. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Nash was overusing that motherfucker. Cause fucking Steve Nash wouldn't stop giving him the damn ball. I can't do nothing with it, so here. That's a fact. You, you feel me? Like, yep, and I get two MVPs off of that. Great, great fucking job, man. Oh. Bro, I think Steve Nash has performed more high fives Holy than he has fuck. crossovers. In his I, NBA I think career. if his name was anything other than Steve Nash, he probably wouldn't have been as popular as he was. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, come on, it's, 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 it's catchy. Steve Nash. Let's go, Steve Nash. 
I don't know about like, that, but I'm gonna keep it a stack. If I, I I'm gonna keep if he wasn't in Mike D'Antoni's fast fucking pace seven second or less system, he would have still been a good point guard. Because when he left Dallas, he was a good point guard, but he wouldn't have been what he was. So for that that offense catered. Me personally, I definitely feel like Jason Kidd. Was yeah, I agree with that. One hundred percent. I thought I believe Jason Kidd was better. Jason, team. did Jason Kidd ever have better defensively by a long shot? Huh? Did Jason Kidd ever have huh? the team that Steve Nash had with the Suns? He had two back-to-back final appearances with but the Suns. But did Nets. he have the team that Steve Nash had with the Suns? And he had Kenyon Martin and His Richard, Jeff- Richard pro- Jefferson. I mean, those Nets teams are not taking away anything I mean. away from them, but we knew they weren't gonna win the championship at the end of the day. I mean, if I was, you know, if I was actively watching basketball. During that, I wouldn't have. I mean, what they go against the Lakers and the Pistons? I say, bro, you ran. I say you ran into Shaq and Kobe. Who you like? What did you really expect? Yeah, you ran into Shaq and Kobe. It's just like you can't do much, bro. I mean, if he had, I feel like if he had the team that Steve Nash had, he would have done better. I think if you put Jason Kidd in that situation instead of Steve Nash, they're wild. I think maybe once they get lucky and win the whole thing, maybe. Because the underrated fact about Jason Kidd was his leadership. He was one of the best leaders in the NBA. He also did beat his wife. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Fuck off, man. <laughs> Yo, wow. He <laughs> was a way better defender. So that's what this is about, Matt? That's what this is about? All you women out there, Matt, way got better. back. I got you. Um, he was a way better defender, though. Way better defender than Steve Nash. Steve Nash was a way better shooter. And a lot of the times it came down to the and defense their passing that Steve ability. Nash couldn't play. True. And their their passing ability was about equal. You can't say shit. So I mean, like, I couldn't see anybody taking either one. I just to me they're pretty like in my in That's my ranking like point guard ranking they're right next to each other. One is in top in front of the other. That's it. They're right next to each other. Jason Kidd's also also, also a better re. Hundred percent, hundred percent. He was a triple double threat every night. Definitely a better rebound. So speaking of he was a triple double. Speaking threat. of important positions, Matt. We'll, we'll have you lead off on this one. What is, in your opinion, the most important position? Uh, it's just such, like, you're the type of play, uh, guy who likes, like, a Spurs passing the ball all the time. That always starts with a point guard. That always starts with a point guard. Getting, the like, a Chris Paul, a Tony Parker, even a fucking Lonzo Ball. Getting, you don't need necessarily need to get the assist, but you need to get, like, a hockey assist. Get the play going, something like that. And a paint guy, you go for a center. But, I mean, I just, it's such a hard thing. The two best players, top three, two top three best players in the world, to me, of all time, are two shooting guards. Though. So, I mean, like, it might be shooting guard. It's just such a hard thing. I don't know. I don't know. Let, let's work into this one, because that, that's something I really don't really... Well, me, no, off the top. I, I'm going to go ahead and answer, and I I mean, I thought you were going to steal my answer with the shooting guard. I, I go shooting guard. The reason why I go shooting yeah. guard is because we, again, exactly as you mentioned, Kobe and MJ. When you have a shooting guard that is broken, you win games. When you have a shooting guard that's missing shots, you lose games. And that's honestly just... The way it is, and yeah, you can probably argue, yeah, well, if the point guard doesn't doesn't have good IQ or all that other stuff, but I just I I've seen so many you know scenarios come down to did the shooting guard 
that they had or the Perform. top shooter on the team. Honestly, good honestly, honestly, to further back your your statement just now, you could actually take the the fucking um the thun, thunder yeah. as as an example of that. Cause when James Harden was rolling, they was yeah. unstoppable. Yeah. But when he shot terribly, they they pretty much lost. That's every a fact. And then you so, can also you can also yeah. use. I mean, it's a maybe a, a worse example, but Demar Derozan with the Raptors, he was a shooting guard and a small forward. But he did play but shooting guard back next then. To, yeah. to Kyle Lowry yeah. and when he wasn't good. Yeah. It all fell apart. They were terrible. And obviously, yeah. there's gonna be some maybe terrible. some scenarios where. You know that it disproves my case, but I just think shooting guard. If you're if you're top and mostly the shot the top shooter on the team is a shooting guard. If the shooting guard isn't hitting his shots, you don't even have a chance. So I'm not even gonna say a position. I'm just saying whoever play. If you're a wing player, so like a two or a three, that's the most important position. A wing player, somebody who plays that two or three, that will most likely be the highest scorer. Will most likely carry your team in more stats than most. That type of guy, is, to me, is the is the best. Man, you kind of look like PJ Tucker. Yeah, man. I just don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I just. <laughs> if you just grew a little bit of color, I, I could see it. I could see. Now, it. see, I'm not just allowed to say balls. that one, guys. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that... <laughs> That's why I just. <laughs> uh... So what do you think? I'm happy he said it. Um, I feel like me and Matt is kind of like two sides to the same coin. Because whereas he's more of the the wing shooting guard, small forward, I'm actually more gears geared towards forwards in okay. general. Like more so the small forward and power forward. The reason why I say that is because I actually went through and I like. I examined some of, like, these real championship teams. And it's like, you kind of don't win without a forward. Like, and I asked myself, I'm like, all right, where do you get your energy from normally? Like, like a normal basketball team. It usually comes from the real gritty players, which are usually the wings. Feel me? The Dylan Brooks, the... um. Kelly Oubre's, guys like yeah. that. Harrison like guys Barnes. that had the ability to make yeah. play. Yeah. Most notably, lately, Andrew yeah, Wiggins. 100%. Was what Andrew Wiggins did Phenomenal. for the Warriors. Miles, um, or Michael Bridges, not Miles Bridges. I'm about to say, <laughs> if like, like I said, if you go back and look through the championships teams, they all have a relevant forward. Like, this year with the Warriors, obviously Andrew yeah. Wiggins. Last year, Giannis was the forward. Yeah. Before that, Bron and Anthony Davis' forwards. Um, going before that, Kawhi and Siakam, the forwards. Before that, Kevin Durant is the forward. Yeah. Before that, you got Bron again. And then before all, that, all, who was that? You're just you naming Draymond nothing Green. but all-stars. So it's like, yeah, so, right, that's yeah, what I'm 100%. saying. Again, even going all the way back, like Jordan with Dennis Rodman and yeah. stuff like that. Pippen right? and Rodman. kind of don't. <laughs> right, right. You kind of don't win without yeah. forwards. You need those wings. You yeah. need those those gritty guys. Like, like it's cool. Like you can have you know all like the glitz and the glamour and like this this the show yeah, guys yeah, obviously, yeah. but you usually don't win without those other guys that and are in the shit. Low key, you got worthy. Like, right, fair point. Clyde right. Drexler, 
you, yeah, you I ain't got no argument. Always gotta that. have a forward. Yeah, yeah, that's so we're around the same area. So then, Matt, the, gun, the gun, mid positions. Let's put a gun to your head, Matt. Top five players of all that's time. Crazy. Yeah, put a gun to your head. Gilbert Arenas, Ooh, Raymond Felton. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. All right, Jesus. My, my, my. I feel like my list is pretty traditional. Like, I good. feel like. Nah, you're gonna say some. <laughs> yeah, you know like, it. I know you are. That's you're big gonna bullshit, say some guys. Bullshit. You're gonna say some bullshit. I, I, I really, <laughs> He's gonna say I some bullshit. I think mine is pretty traditional. It's MJ, LeBron, Kobe, Kareem, Magic. Like, I just feel like. A pretty traditional list. Kobe is my favorite player of all time, but I'm just keeping it a stack. MJ and LeBron are just like they're the two pinnacles. Kobe, I feel like is the best one-on-one player of all time. Could smoke everybody on that list. But as far as a basketball standpoint or an NBA standpoint, five on five, all that. Like, what are you, what are you basing your list off of, like? Is it accolades? Everything. Is it everything. Talent? Is it everything? So that's why I got like Kareem up there. He he was six time MVP, five rings, Magic five rings. I think he had three. MVP. You don't have to explain yeah. Kareem. Yeah, Kareem. and <laughs> Kobe Bryant is the closest thing we've ever seen to Jordan. He was our era's Jordan. I know you can understand that to the fullest. I know where he ranks on your list. So, and then yeah, and then LeBron and LeBron yeah. and Jordan are just those two guys that everyone argues about. They have to be in the, in that top three discussion on anybody's list, in my opinion. If if they're not, if those, if Jordan and LeBron are not in your top three, your list is just wrong. <laughs> like it's just wrong. Yeah. And then Magic is just yeah. he he helped. Make the game what it was. If Magic and Bird didn't pop out in the eighties, Magic's better than Bird. Bird's in my top ten, but not in my top five. But if Magic and Bird didn't pop out in the eighties, the league was going bankrupt. They were dealing with drugs and fights all the time. Magic and Bird saved the league for what it was. So that's I feel like my top five is like you can't really have too many arguments with that. It's a pretty thorough top five. V man. So yeah, like you said, there's no there's no debating on who's my number one. We all know that. It's Kobe is by far my number one. He's the goat to me. Brown is actually my number two. Yeah. Brown's my number two. And Jordan is my number three. Um, like you said, I feel like that's that should be the standard order of top three. Or not the but, standard but, order, but those are the three. Yeah. That that those should be yeah. your top three. My number four is Kareem. Yep, just like mine. And Five, you could call it yep, whatever I know, you want. I get it. But Steph Curry is my is 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 definitely my fifth. Hundred percent. I feel like he's the best point guard of all time, which means he would have Above to be Magic. ahead of Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson is number six in my top ten, definitely. But we almost Steph have Curry the same list here. I mean, I ain't putting Jordan third. Top five list. Um. <laughs> I'll say our lists are pretty similar, all in all, as far as people. I, I mean, to. he got because it's like. To me, this was my thought process behind how I ordered my 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 top three. It's like Jordan has more accolades than the other two. Correct? Boom. Well, yeah. The problem that I have with Jordan is that he dominated a time period, kind of a ghost of a time period. Because it was like there wasn't really anybody contesting him. The East was tough. You feel me? Now, why why I value Braun more than him 
is because Braun has played 100% better 100%. teams than Jordan. 100%. Jordan would have never survived the teams that Braun has played at all. But the thing about Kobe to me is he actually he was in the middle ground. Kind of right. He was the middle of both. He got the accolades more than Braun, obviously, other than MVP and Finals MVP. But he also has played tougher teams than Jordan. Like, he's had to run through the Spurs. Yep. He's had to go through the Celtics. Yep. He's had to go through the Suns. And those those type of teams. Teams that Bron wasn't able to beat, frankly. Because in 2010, he did oh, lose to yes, the Celtics. Actually, in 2009, he lost and to the Celtics. And he Magic lost to the well. Spurs in 2014. So, so that's, that, that's, that's, yeah. two, that's two years in a row that Kobe has beaten the team that has taken mm-hmm. Bron out. So that was really more of my thought process behind my and besides the fact that 2008 Kobe was the best basketball player I've ever seen. There you go. Yeah. 100%. Like, pound for pound, he was definitely the best basketball player I've ever seen. 2014, Braun was my runner-up, but there was nothing like 2008 Kobe. Yeah, and I'm going to have to, with my list, um, number one, I'm putting a tie for Jordan and uh, and Jordan and MJ. almost did it again. <laughs> Oh, Jordan come on. You're soft. No, He's soft. You need, to, you need to make a distinction. <laughs> you can't. So, wait, do you have six players or are you just doing no, one no, A, one five. B? Like, I have five. Yeah, I have five. Okay. Because for That's me, soft, it's like though. as many arguments. That's a weak move. As many arguments as, well, I'm wearing the KD jersey, so. Would yep, expect yep. it with KD. <laughs> I would expect it. I told you guys I'd be the villain. Nah, the question is who's 1B? Yeah, who's 1A, who's 1B? Because that's your 1 and 2. Who's 1B? Yeah, we got him. We got him. But. Ah! I say it's tied. (laughs) And the reason why I say it's tied is because as many arguments as you can make for LeBron, there's just so many arguments that you can make for Jordan. And it's just a huge debate in my head to pick one over the other. And right now, I think at the end of the day, we're going to be saying LeBron over Jordan because LeBron most likely has, what, three or four more years left at tops or maybe even minimum maybe i don't know what's going to happen with this guy we see tom brady He's a still going machine. but yeah. i i say it's Go. tied right now because again you have an argument here argument there argument here and i think honestly when it comes to kobe who is my number three i just think his career there was just unfortunate situations like obviously growing up playing with Shaq and not getting that trade with cp he won those two <laughs> rings but then the rest of his career he didn't he didn't have that luxury of having a beautiful ending to his career because of his injuries. I mean, yeah, the 60-point game in the last game. Getting blackballed from um, MVP. Yeah, like getting one MVP. Bro, we, I, we haven't even talked about that. Right. I'm, sh- I'm shocked. That so I think it. like when, when I think of but. Kobe, it's not a fault of his own because, honestly, if he didn't grow up with, with Shaq, he would have had a similar career right now as, as LeBron. Crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he got drafted at 17, <laughs> you know? Nah, that's a so, <laughs> I think without Shaq, he has similar trajectories to a lot of NBA talents that we see. Like, LeBron had, like, no team around him for the first several years. Melo, Melo was by himself in, in, De- in uh, Denver for a while. He had AI. Um, D-Wade was, a, was alone in the heat. He made it work, though, and obviously, you know, Shaq got yep. there and played a big part in that, even though D-Wade absolutely snapped. But it's like Kobe Both had Shaq, so it's like... One of the best like, performances ever. He wasn't granted the opportunities that Jordan and LeBron had to really, in my opinion, elevate himself for sure past them. Because as you say, V-Man, and the arguments that you make, 
I, I honestly, there's going to be people that are probably even saying why the hell we have Kobe in, in our top three because most They're people like, have oh, him outside 15. the top five. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, 100%. But we're realists. have him outside the top ten. Yeah, sure. we're realists. So I think, like, the arguments for that sure. you make, yeah, they're very valid arguments. But, you know, in my opinion, it's just like he didn't get the, the same luxuries that, that LeBron and Jordan got through his third yeah. career. Um, but also people. I feel like Kobe. You're good. I feel like Kobe was kind of the problem that the NBA didn't yeah. see coming. Like, 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 like how you said they used the Chris Paul thing as kind of like a cover up as to not give him anything more, add more fuel to the fire. Like he was, that's actually perfectly in line with that. Like he's somebody that they didn't account for. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when you're draft, like, especially not being that good for as and long. He wasn't as the was. number one. Pick. Especially after Shaq left, they thought yeah. that was it. They low key, they 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 were shook when he got voted uh, to the All Star game in the second season when he was a bench player still. They were like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, yeah. after Shaq left, they thought yeah, it was they over. they thought he was going to fumble. And then he wins two more, and then all of a sudden, Chris Paul is coming to, all right, now we yeah, got to yeah, stop yeah. this. Yeah. He's going to be better than that. And that's exactly what I mean. Like, for example, like, you know, Kobe won his two rings with a, with a circus show, in my opinion. I think... Those guys yeah, that on that team, too. besides Pau Gasol, Showtime like, Two Point Oh, baby. Besides Pau Gasol, those some of those some of those guys <laughs> had no business winning a ring in the NBA. We had Trevor Ariza <sighs> as a rookie. We had My Shannon boy, Sasha Brown, Sasha Vujacic. Sasha Vujacic. Odom was good. He won Six Man of the Year, but you know how many rings Luke Walt- Walton collected. My <laughs> son Luke Walton was the bench warmer, bro. Adam Morrison. Like, bro, it's just... But, like, because LeBron, like, one of the things that we appreciate Bron for is the... And I honestly, and we'll have this conversation another day, is, you know, how many times he's been put against the wall because he's had shit around him uh, for a team. Um, He's gotten that opportunity to really be pressure tested, whereas, you know, with Kobe, it wasn't really pressure test. We knew what Kobe was about. It didn't matter who the hell was around him. He was going to fucking find a way to slap any of those guys in shape. So that's what kind of takes away from those two rings. But for me, those two rings right there, that was him winning by himself. Like, the, you know how every superstar can say, like, yeah. they, they carried their team themselves to the yeah. promised land. And I think those two rings were that. Number four MJ is Kareem. Kareem. I mean, again, nobody can deny Kareem with all of his accolades. Kareem, Kareem I feel like on everyone's list in history, Kareem should be four. Yeah, and a lot of people are going to say he's three. A lot of people are going to say he's two. The LeBron haters will say he's two. The realists, um, well, the the realists will say the he's crazies three. will say he's one. And I'm not even going to lie to you. There's some people out there that rank Magic above him. That is yeah, incorrect for sure. Yeah, no, that's 100. percent And V Man, I because I've ran in, in, into that. We a have the times. same list at the end here because number five is Steph, and I base this list off of obviously. Their careers, how talented of a player they were, and the the mark that they left on basketball, and what kind of what kind of prevents me from ultimately giving LeBron the goat status is that Steph Curry. Honestly, you can honestly make the case that this was his generation. He's the one that changed the game. He's the oh, yeah, one that inspired sure. the whole basketball sure. game moving forward. So I think Steph has to get those flowers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But he LeBron only... also has turned this game positionless because everyone can now do everything just like LeBron can. But, well, yeah, I, I 100% understand what you're saying. Yeah, but also, I mean, LeBron was also the guy that decided to learn how to shoot. 
when he was this freak athlete that not a lot of yeah. other people decided to do that. I mean, and get, but I mean, not just shooting. I'm saying like every, like everyone else. No, right. But when you when you think of this era, when you, when you think of the last like ten years, you're just gonna think of Steph and the three ball. You're not gonna really think about LeBron and oh, yeah. whatever. You're gonna think about stuff. People are still gonna think about LeBron, and but as far as changing the thing. game, like yeah. when when yeah, Steph, when MJ yeah. when M, when it when it was MJ's time, it was MJ's time, and he ain't let nobody else get the spotlight. When it was Kobe's time, it was Kobe's time. He didn't let who, who was he didn't right, let no one get the spotlight. Who was about to take the spotlight though? Huh? Who was about to take the spotlight from MJ? In that either area. either way, he thing. wasn't gonna let it happen. <laughs> right, right. Who? Honestly, I can make a valid point. Or a valid argument that if he did not retire, Hakeem would have wailed on him. It's a I valid mean, point. Like, I could yeah, see but it. I also think that the combination of Pippen and I'm Jordan would have overwhelmed him, in my opinion. And I'm going to keep it a stack. Especially especially the second time around when they got Clyde Drexler for no reason. And Jordan was there. Jordan was there in those playoffs. And he got smoked by the, the Magic. He was there right. in the second year he was gone. He came back. People are like, well, he was out of shape. Put up 63 in the garden. Fuck out of here. But either way, to my point, Shaq swept either way, to my him. point, like how it was with LeBron is that, like, besides Steph, it's the same thing. Like, the East was, was easy. No other superstar is going to even get to be born because LeBron's absolutely, like, running rampant on the East. So no other star is really getting the chance. Steph just slipped through the cla- through the cracks, in my opinion. And then the NBA was like, yeah, this is actually a great thing to advertise. Steph, Steph has one of the most comeback stories of all time. Because, like, he was touted to, like, not be good. Just be a shooter. Never be a leader. Never and I get it. have any, like, I get it, too. Like, I get why he was scouted that way. But he was he has the comeback story of, like, everything. Injuries going crazy his third year. But then. Yeah. He, I, I love thing Steph. about that was. My thing about the, the LeBron and the Easy East thing was like, who did Jordan really beat? Beat the Knicks. Hold on, I, I'd, ha- I'd have to do more research on that. So another one of those? Another one of those? Another one of those? He gets props for beating the Knicks? Hold on. Oh, man. I mean, but that's the thing. It's like, I, I, I just remember every time doing research on MJ, and I'm about to do it again, because um, I, didn't, I didn't find myself getting into this argument, because honestly, for me, I'm just at this point now where I'm ready for the next GOAT to be born, if, I, if I'm being like honest with you. I'm ready for oh, the yeah. next guy. Yeah, 100%. Um, so I'm honestly tired of the whole Jordan and so- LeBron. Even though I, again, I can sit here and admit that probably at the end of his career, I would, I'm going to be one of those guys that says, because you know the story is going to be written for LeBron to get one more fabulous ring. And if he loses in the finals again, I don't know. But if, the, if he can make it to the finals with this fucking team, man, shit. Either way, I'm just going to say you have a point. Make it to the but, finals with um, this. <laughs> <laughs> Even Siri's wiling on me. But we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna take our first break. I can't believe we just uh, did all that for an hour and a half. That was impressive. So we're we're gonna go to break. When we come back, we're gonna we're gonna have some fun. So so we'll be right back.
I could see it going. I started the recording. About to give the countdown. All right, three, two, one, and we are back. And what I want to do is I want to start this segment that I'm going to do every week. Matt, what the fuck was that? Yeah, Matt was just tweaking just now. <laughs> yeah, Matt was wilding. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Michaels just enters the podcast. The heartbreak, the heartbreak kid, Matt. Wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's so I'm gonna give you guys what's called the draft Yo. pick fact of the week, and it is never gonna be a good fact. Never gonna, never gonna be anything that you guys truly need oh, to know. Okay. So draft here pick we are, fact we're in of the 2007. Week. The Boston Celtics have the fifth pick in the draft. And they picked Jeff Green. Jesus Christ. Right? Yeah, I knew exactly now, where you were going with this. The same <laughs> night, they sent him, Wally Serbiak, and Delonte West to the Sonics for Ray Allen and Big Baby Davis. Right? Yes, sir. Now let's fast forward to four years later. He was traded from the Thunder. He was playing for the Thunder all of a sudden. And he was traded to the, Cel- he was traded to the Celtics for... <laughs> Kendrick Perkins and Nate Robinson. Yeah, right back at home. <laughs> then four years later, okay, in Boston. Four years Boston, later, he was Boston. in a trade that was mainly so that Quincy Pondexter could land on the Pelicans. <laughs> um, remember him, Quincy Pondexter? <laughs> Holy, my son Quincy Pondexter. It doesn't end there because a year later, Yo, if you he was traded to the Clippers list. for Lance Stevenson. Lance, make him dance, Lance. He's just trading. And altogether, he made eighty million altogether. But there was only one year that he made more than ten million, and that's with the Magic. And if you didn't know that he played with the Orlando Magic, neither did I. I I don't remember that. But (laughs) free tax dollars. Because he didn't. I'm just saying, if he would have stayed on the Celtics, the only thing I can remember Jeff Green doing. What the, what the fuck did he do? He helped KD in Game Six against Brooklyn or or, or against the Bucks. That was it. That was the only good. He was randomly on the Nuggets this year. He was randomly on the Nuggets this year, and we're wondering if we should bet on him <laughs> like, the game or not because the odds are so crazy. He was, he was a great sidekick last year for KD, or two years ago for KD. He was great. didn't do shit. Great, a great sidekick is. It wasn't great enough. A great side, which is why he's the random draft pick of the week. Yeah, but to say uh, that's crazy. He's the Robin like, to Katie's Batman. That's nuts. Terrible. That is nuts. They started it together in OKC. Like, bro, that's not even. He's not even a Robin. Honestly, he's not even an Alfred. I don't even know who you would get. Like, who would you call him? One of the guys just he beats a, up and got. Like. He's a random exactly. civilian at that point We're that happened to give him a good tip. This is a championship-winning jersey. Watch. It's going to be a championship-winning jersey this year. Sell that shit. For what, five bucks? <laughs> <laughs> so Whatever you can get for it. Darko Milicic. No way in hell he went number three. Son is an apple farmer. Or number two. What did he go? Number two? two. Yeah, right behind. Yeah, yeah. There's no way in hell. There's no way in hell that guy went number the two Pistons, in that draft. The Pistons fumbled the Just killed Thomas. The Pistons fumbled the bag. I mean, Bro. I mean, they won a chip that year, but 
Imagine you had an apple farmer. He, bro, he's a farmer now, bro. And he's Aki. An apple farmer? <laughs> Yo, I didn't even hear that. What? He's, he's an apple. Darko Villagers is an apple farmer? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Yo, I'm dead. What? Yeah, bro. There's no fucking way. There's no way. Hell no. How the hell you go from the third pick in the NBA draft to a fucking apple farmer when it's all said? Well, and yeah. Done? That's wicked. That's him he's now, fucking, guys. He's a farmer. I'm dead. You go number two in one of the most legendary drafts of all time. Right. And you follow that up. He's got an apple in hands. You deadass follow that up. You repay the Detroit Pistons, the team that took you number two overall, by not even averaging two points a game for them in their jersey. He never averaged more more than two points a game Yo. for them. He's never averaged more than eight points for his career. And you know what's crazy? What do they see in him? You know what's crazy? Bro, I have no idea. The, who they have at wow. the three? Tayshawn Prince during their run? Yeah. You could have you like Tayshaun You could have had Melo. Tayshawn Prince was a good player, 100%. He was a serviceable guy. But Melo? You could have had Melo or D-Wade, Or bro. if you were going to pick a... Or D-Wade. Or if you were going to pick a big guy, Bosh is still there. You could have picked Chris Bosh. Yeah. But I, I, so there was no saying, reason. How do you look at? I get how do you look did. at everyone and just say him? I get why they did. I get him. why they didn't like, pick what? D Wade. They had Rip Hamilton and D Wade. Low key was touted to be like a, near a twenty pick, but the Heat took a chance on him. Man, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. So I get why they didn't pick D Wade, but you still had Melo and Bosh. Darko Milicic should have never even been on the draft Bro, board. Hundred percent. He should have. He should have. No. Mm-mm. Get him out of here. Apple farming ass. His what? peak years, he averaged 8.8 and 5 rebounds peak. for the Timberwolves in 2012, or 2010, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, whoa. His last year, he played for the Celtics in 2012. He literally played one game in five minutes and recorded no stats. And they were just like, yeah, no. That's your, that's your, <laughs> like, that's, bro, what? That's your retirement party? Come on, bro. Come on. So I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw three more real irrelevant names at you guys that I randomly just thought about right now. Ready? So the first is Jared Jeffries. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know why. I always ended up getting that guy in 2K. Always ended up getting that guy in 2K. He was a good ninth man. Solid. <laughs> Solid 10 minutes. Now, the guy that I was hoping that V-Man picked that, for whatever reason, I just didn't remember, is Ronnie Turia. Oh, shit. I knew it. I love Ronnie. Fuck. I almost put him on my list. I swear to God, I did. But I was like, DJ Mabanga is much worse than Ronnie Turia. Kobe loved Ronnie. Kobe loved Ronnie. Like... Ronnie Turioff was irrelevant for all the right reasons. He just existed, and I'm just thankful for his existence. <laughs> and I can't tell you why. I can't tell you He's why. He's part right. of one of the best Kobe highlights of all time. The through the legs, behind the back, spin move around three defenders, goes up right. behind the back to Ronnie Turioff. Right, and right. Won, right to Ronnie Turioff. Kobe highlights of all time. He's part of it. Yeah. He's part of it. Hell yeah. And the, and the other name... And I don't know how I didn't think of him because I remember I made in high school for whatever reason oh, I was roasting no. this guy like no one's oh, business. No, Ben Gordon. He was a <laughs> dog at one point Yo, too. Yo, 
Yeah, but like, he was was a dog, and then he decided to just rob everyone of some real lucrative ass contracts. You know, at one point, he was like threatening like top ten highest paid players of all time. Yeah, (laughs) he was bugging the fuck out, bro. He's literally the guy that asks you to borrow a hundred dollars, and then you just don't know him. He was a menace to society. (laughs) Nah, that's a fact. He was a menace. There was anyone else that was mad irrelevant. Who else was mad? I mean, irrelevant? there's mad players that are mad irrelevant, Loki. Andrea Bargano. I was, was thinking about him. <laughs> I was thinking about it. But um, he low-key, he was, he was cool. Bargani he's was a hero. I liked him. I, I, I actually liked him, though. Did you hear him? I liked him, though. Did you hear him? He's a hero. I don't know about all that. He's a hero. A hero where? <laughs> oh. He should have saved himself. Turn on the lights. Turn on look, the lights. Not sa- look, <laughs> look, he's not saving you right now. The Undertaker just pulled up on Thomas. <laughs> nah, because when I edit the video, I'm going to put the lights in there. Um, or the, the gong. <laughs> nah, but I mean, he's a hero in just Italy. Com- what the fuck? He's a hero in Italy. Oh, you know who's crazy irrelevant? Nikola Pekovic. Oh, I like that guy. I liked him. I too. fucked with him. Him and I fucked him with him. Love were a great back, uh, front court. But you know why he's irrelevant? For rebounding reason, machines. You know why he's irrelevant? I refuse to acknowledge his existence. Like it just feels like he just never. Do existed you know why he's irrelevant though? Let me let me. So, do you know what his career is like after basketball? Because he is now retired. He went back. Yeah, come on, bro. I don't want to fall on he, the floor again. He went back to where uh, a foreign country. Don't remember. I don't want to just assume wherever he's from. But um, he went back to where he was from. He's just ready for the floor. And there, <laughs> he became very good friends with this guy who has a last name Sarich, not like the basketball player. But and apparently that he's guy, another one. No, Dario Sarich is another is. one, irrelevant as fuck. Apparently, this guy is a massive drug lord over in the country they're at. And oh yeah. Apparently, yeah, I heard of that. They were just good friends, but the authorities had found Pekovic's vehicle. With mad guns and drugs and everything in it, so he is affiliated and now, like, and he's a godfather to that dude's kids, the drug lord, the kingpin. So he's within yeah, that family. I remember now, that. Bro. He is a drug lord associate. I remember that. My boy got, gets crazy. down. All I'm saying is when Andrea Bargnani went to the Knicks, I was right. bugging with him in 2K. Oh, so yeah. He had, like, a ridiculously high three point rating. <laughs> This shit was bonkers. You better watch out. He had the Matt, gun. as much as we hate to admit it, as much as we hate time. to admit it, Ryan Kelly is irrelevant. Oh, no. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Kelly was irrelevant, He was the hero we needed. He was the hero we needed but didn't deserve. Jody Our Meeks was irrelevant. 20 points a game, bro. Jody Meeks put up, what, 50 Man, that one game that. or 40? Fuck that. <laughs> Number twenty, Jody Meeks, Bro, Antoine Jameson. Bargani averaged twenty points a game with the with the Raptors. Who? Yeah, he was nice with the Raptors. Man. Not with the Knicks. Fuck that. <laughs> what did they do? What was the record? Don't avoid the question. Don't avoid the question. What did? What was their record? Wait, what was Bargani? the question? Like, what was their record? Let's find out. Oh, and their star point guard was Jose Calderon. So what do you want Bargano to do? <laughs> nah, Jose Calderon was wildin'. Hold on. So was Bargani. 
Nah, low key, I lost all faith in Jose Calderon when fucking they Mario, Mario Storm, Chom- Chalmers dropped dropped him with with that jab step. Oh, put, put him down, down with that bro. jab step, bro. Wow, Mario Chalmers would have been great on this list. I, I almost had him, but then I was like, ah, he got. Norris rings. Cole is even better. <laughs> Norris Cole, yeah, oh, I love that guy. Tony Douglas. <laughs> Chris Paul. Uh, they were 22 and 60. <laughs> Kyle Guy. Kyle Guy. What? Kyle Guy. He's literally playing right now. <laughs> he still plays to this day. But Kyle Guy. Landry Shamit. Holy fuck. He also still plays shit. Who else do we got? All right. We're going we're gonna to close here with some final thoughts. We're going to get out. We're going to get out of here. This was fun. Right. I'm not going to lie. Ahead. This was definitely fun. So, uh, Matt, what are, what are some of your final thoughts here? Oh, man, Jordan was trash. Um, no. Damn. Uh, but he's your goat. But he's your goat. Today. Yeah, but he's the goat. <laughs> see, that's what see, oh, also, yeah, is going on this off with clarifying. Yes, I said he's a souped-up crazy DeMar DeRozan in this era. But I literally still said he's the GOAT. So, all you dick-riding 90s lovers, calm down. Calm down. Calm down. You're giving them all the material. Calm down. He's still the GOAT. Get get over it. You went from DeMar DeRozan to GOAT to... (laughs) Right. sucks. Right. right. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) He loves him or he hates him. But nah, this... Nah, I I hate that motherfucker because he was not better than Kobe. Anyway, um, so... Oh, this was great. I don't really got your mind, man. Serving up the sloppy Joe. Yo, don't start that here, man. Don't start that here. Don't, don't, don't start don't that here, bro. I'll tell you guys right now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Holy fuck. You want to tell uh, them what sloppy Joe is? Ah. Uh, uh, so, V Man, what are your. <laughs> v Man, what are your final thoughts? Yeah, fuck what Matt just said. Um, Kobe's the goat. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, another thing on on or another like aspect on my take on why Kobe is the goat. It actually goes back to something that Matt said earlier. Yeah. Matt, you consider Jordan a goat, right? Or both of you consider Jordan a goat, right? Yeah. This is why, to me, Tied. even if you don't put Kobe as the goat, you at least have to put him at number two. Because, like you said, and I've heard this stated by many other people, and it's honestly common knowledge, Kobe is the closest thing to Jordan that we've ever seen. So if Jordan's the GOAT... As far as players... If if, if, if Jordan's the GOAT and Kobe's the closest thing that we've ever seen to him, then where would everybody else fall or not? Like I said, mixed, that, that so, thought process mixed in with all of my other... My other. So when I feel, I feel point. exactly what you're saying. But when I said the closest thing to Jordan we've had in our generation that we've ever seen, I meant as far as player type. What do you mean? There's you can still be a different play. Like Sun modeled his game after Jordan and perfected. You also it. said Michael Jordan was Demar Derozan. Calm down. But um, right. It's just you can be right. another player type. Right. So the Demar Derozan perfect perfected. Why is Demar Derozan not in the top ten? Demar DeRozan. I'm saying he's huh, a super Matt? Demar DeRozan in this era. 
a souped up. You literally said you see what I'm talking about, like when we were on break. Don't know, play I'm with not me gonna like lie. That. You openly admitted to to Demar Derozan lie. being the third in line after Jordan. I didn't. I'm, <laughs> didn't. I'm looking at this Raptors. Uh, I'm looking at this Raptors 2010 to 2011 team still, and they won like. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm trying. <laughs> what? Yo, go look at that. It's like it's looked like you're. What the fuck? Dude, lost for such a long time in a row, so many times. Yo, bro, Barnyan. That's why like, Barnyan wow. was putting up twenty points a game. They, they, bro, they Canada had nothing to look forward to. Also, another irrelevant player that I really loved, Hashim to beat. Loved Hashim to beat, but he was irrelevant as fuck. <laughs> he is definitely irrelevant as fuck. He was just a meme. You feel me? just a, you love all the tall guys in the league. Like Taco Fall. Fuck, Taco right? Fall is another irrelevant ass guy that I love. But he's just tall. He's there. You feel me? Like, bro, that's a guy that you'll never right. see play a game of ever. consistent minutes Thomas. ever, but be one of the more relevant. Symbolar. Do you remember? Did he even he play? He was like NBA? seven seven, big as hell. He was a fat. Yeah, he was a cheat code in two K. Like for like the one year he was in it, they gave him a ninety nine. They give they still gave him a card like a couple years after. Oh, this in this two K he has a card too. Yeah, I have I have his card in two K this year. No, I did see that. Yeah, Yeah, for no reason he has like a ninety eight overall card. Bro, they said his nickname was was Sim City. Who? What? Crazy. Sim. Symbol you just said Sim City. What? <laughs> He's just Philly. He played in three games. He, gave, he played in all three time. Games? He played in three games. He scored one bucket, and he played one minute. Uh, what was his exact and, type? In that, in that, they gave him a nickname of a strip club in Philly. Yes. <laughs> I go with a video game but or a movie. There you go. <laughs> Anyway, what was so he was seven five, seven five. Yo, he's still twenty. So let's see where he's playing now. He's a Canadian professional basketball. Nigga, the Lakers the, need you. The Sinshu Lioneers of the Taiwanese nah, he was slow as fuck. Sinshu. He played basketball for New Mexico State University and is the first player of Indian descent to play in the NBA. He's the sixth tallest player of all time. I don't know if you can even give him that because like he only games. played in three minutes all times. He attended Father Henry Carr Catholic Secondary School. What How did you not attend the right primary there. school? What? Father Henry Carr Catholic School? Say that ten times fast. Let me see something. No. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know where to look up his overseas. Symbolar. Most irrelevant player of all time. Oh, he has G League stats. How many G League games he played? Oh well, he, you see, he averaged like you know ten and ten and nine with four blocks a game. Holy shit! Four blocks is crazy. That's a big body in the paint. If you got that working, that would have been significant. Yo, you know who else was dead ass terrible? Oh god! Yo, we're gonna we're shitting oh, shit. on so many players right now. Fucking Michael Ruffin. I don't know if you guys remember that. Michael. And on that note. It was a great podcast, guys. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember that, but Michael Ruffin was that ass terrible. Who the fuck was Michael Ruffin? Bro, you don't remember that play on um on TTNT 
where Charles Barkley was roasting him? I'm going to have to look this up. I'm going to have to look. Michael Ruffin. Who let a guy named Michael Ruffin play in the NBA? Bro, the guy that just, they were about to win the game. Their team was about to win the game. And he caught the ball and just threw it up in the air instead of holding the ball and getting fouled. And the other team got it and it made the shot and won. He played That's for the Wizards. That's why I haven't heard of him because he probably hadn't played a game after that Go. or a season after that. Go. Ruffin. But with that, I think Michael Ruffin is a good spot to leave this podcast. This was the first edition of Off the Backboard. It was my pleasure. It was great. I feel like Matt has one more final thought to leave us off with. What is that, Matt? Because he always has something to say. Right. Shut your fucking mouth. Always. You literally he just told talking. me to say something. That means shut the fuck up, Matt. Don't do it, Matt. Stop talking. <laughs> this season's going to be lit. Thank you, guys. <laughs> That's it? That's it. <laughs> what a disappointment. You guys pressured the fuck out what of me. What a disappointment. Matt, the oh, most irrelevant player of all time. <laughs> yeah, Matt, you're number one on my list. But all right, guys, it was it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. We'll catch you on the next episode. This was fun. I think we gelled perfectly, and we look forward to bringing you guys more episodes. We hope you enjoyed and made it this far. You suck if you don't. And one last thought. Ronnie Turioff is the greatest NBA player of all time. Let's get it.